Welcome back to Exotic Erotic Storytime. Please enjoy part two of Old Iron Balls. Yes, Trudy? What? We have enough food. We could feed an army if we wanted to. Schnapps? Three bottles. If that doesn't keep Freddy happy for three days. And Riesling and Rhine wine and Alsatian. Yes, we have wine for meals. I went to the bakery this morning, remember? Yes, I got enough croissants for breakfast tomorrow. Mmm, yes. Get some fresh asparagus and salad greens and we'll make do. Yes, Liebchen. I am lost without you. Wow. <laughs> uh, where was I? Oh, yes. <clears throat> her eyes were demanding my submission while she teased me with that bra covering her luscious breasts. On a whim, she decided to break me by tossing the garment aside. My God, they were so wonderful. I have never seen breasts that big that were so perfectly round. Her nipples perked up right away, quarter-sized, begging to be licked. Damn, she was good. She let me stare at them for a lifetime, licking her lips before she spoke again, her eyes seeing right through me. Now you have your desire. Give me mine. You cannot resist. Your name. Your real name. Your contacts. That would be enough. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me or these breasts will punish you. I was speechless. Couldn't have told her anything if I wanted to. She came forward and her right breast slapped me across the face like a bowling ball. These breasts give death. I have beaten many men to death with them. Why? Because it turns me on. My breast serves a revolution. My breast liberates the workers. Tell me what I want. She swung her right breast again, and it was like a baseball bat met my jaw. Still speechless, her left boob got into the action, and soon I was being pummeled by those orbs. She got angry at my silence and kicked my balls again several times. I fell back on my back and she jumped on top of me, pressing her right breast onto my face. My breath was cut off. For a brief moment, I imagined her smothering her other victims with her tits. What a way to go. But I had to find escape or I was gone as well. She made one mistake. Her quarter-sized nipple was on my lips. By instinct, I sucked it in and sucked more and more until my mouth was almost full. She moaned and then I bit down on that soft flesh as hard as I could. Grabbing the back of my head, she kept me smothered and I started chomping the brown bud viciously. She gave out only one scream and held as tightly as she could, holding me close as lights started to dance before my eyes and I felt my consciousness swimming away. Then suddenly, I could breathe the sweet air again. Karen rolled off me, holding her wounded mammary, sobbing and rocking in pain. Adrenaline kicked in. I leapt up and over the counter, through the storeroom and out the back door. Thank God for adrenaline or I was a dead man. I expected someone to shoot me when I hit the back alley, but Karen must have worked alone, counting on me to give up or die. I would have had someone out back. 
Five minutes later, I was picking up my escape passport and sounding the alarm to my network. We all got out safe and sound. Of course, after I went through Checkpoint Charlie, I collapsed in a heap of pain and they had to call an ambulance for me. Couldn't even look at a girly picture for a week. What happened to her? No, I didn't have to wait until the wall came down before I found out. They didn't send me home. They were short German speakers to debrief defectors and I knew the place too well. Three years later, Karen came into my office, still wearing her Vopo uniform. Must have just walked across the border. I was behind a table in the interrogation room and she took a seat opposite me, her knees together with her hands on them, looking directly at me. Her braids were wound around her head. Her eyes darted to and fro as if she wanted to look at me, but was afraid to meet my gaze. We sat for what seemed like a lifetime in silence, tension thick and smothering. Of all the people I never expected to walk into my office, fancy seeing you here, I began. She fidgeted, not looking at me while speaking. Yes, never thought I'd see you again. Surprised you didn't kill me when you had the chance. I'm too much of a gentleman. Wasn't there to kill people. But you could have come after me, taken me out. You must have known where I worked over here. She nodded solemnly. What brings you here? She gave a great sigh and shook her head. A wall. They're putting up a wall around your zones, starting work in a couple of days. Tired of all the people leaving the workers' paradise. Need to stop it. If it really was a workers' paradise, they wouldn't have to build walls. The revolution is a farce. Couldn't stay. I was a true believer. No more. I nodded. Glad you could see things our way. We're not perfect, but at least we're not too much of a farce. We will take care of you, of course. Of course. She was glaring at a corner of the ceiling, still defying something. After you get everything I know. You know the story. How much you tell us doesn't matter. We have lots of defectors. I stood up and walked around a minute, looking out the window. I've missed you. She gave me a strange look and started to play with the end of her braid. I've missed you as well. Those were pleasant times, stopping by your shop. I enjoyed chatting with you, playing games. Flirting. My eyes twinkled. Especially that. Me too. Pity it's gone. There was a long, awkward silence. I didn't want to believe you were a spy, she murmured. I could live with you being a black marketeer, but not a spy. Was so mad at you, I couldn't see straight. Lost my mind. Wanted to kill you right away, rather than arrest you and make certain. You were gone. I shrugged. It was only business, nothing personal. I had to serve my cause, you had to serve yours. I guess. Her braids were undone and hung forward over her chest, falling off her breasts. Sorry I tried to beat you to death. Forgiven. It was only business. Glad you didn't shoot me. If there was a way I could die in the line of duty, I would choose that one. Being beaten by your perfect breasts. She smiled and played with the end of a braid. Only one escaped me. You. The only one lived to tell of my beatings. You. You hurt me. I still have a scar. I regret that. Didn't want to hurt you. 
Wish I didn't have to do that. She started unbuttoning her blouse slowly. I understand. You're fighting for your life. My motives were... different. As she pulled her blouse back, I could see she wasn't wearing a bra. Undoing the last button, it came open, and the sight of her perfectly tanned orbs made me glad again. Her finger came up to trace a scar around her right nipple. See? Here is where you marked me. Come close and take a good look at it. I moved close and saw that I'd left a deep mark all the way around her brown bud. Had to go to the hospital. Lied to them about how I got hurt. She continued. Never told anybody. Never beat anyone to death with my breasts again. Kneeling, I put my hand on the underside of that delicious globe, caressing it. Let me apologize. I ran my tongue all around the scar again and again. Her hand came up to hold the back of my head and gently push it toward her. Finally, I sucked the whole bud in again. Give me a little tooth. Just a little. She gasped as I started lightly chewing her nipple and in a couple of minutes started panting heavily. Instinctively, my hand went over to caress her other breast, and I kept up my sucking and nibbling until she went over the top. I stood up and went behind the table. Karen smiled at me, undoing her braids to swing free. I remember I hurt you as well. I'm sorry I kicked your balls so often. It was only business, I'm sure. She nodded. Oh yes, but I enjoyed it. I'm really a bit of a pervert, but I haven't enjoyed that since you. I must atone for the pain I caused you. Sliding under the table, she undid my dress slacks, leaving my coat and tie alone and pulled my pants and shorts down together. Then her face came in and the most delightful sensation I've ever known. Her tongue bathing my balls with her wet saliva took my breath away. My eyes rolled back in my head and time stood still. Or at least it did until my breathing sped up and my body started to tremble. Then she slid my cock into her mouth and sent me to a different plane of existence. She undid her braids, letting her long blonde hair flow and hit me with a smile I'd never seen before. Do I know what became of her? Oh, yeah, of course. Doesn't take a great detective, Freddy. Something is stirring in your brain. Karen Hoffmeister was a work name, just like Fritz Schnitter. Her real name? It's on your lips, you know. Figure it out, kid. Trudy. You know it. Romantic, right? And that's how I got my nickname in the company. She damn near broke my balls six times in one day and ended up giving me seven children. Only a man with iron balls. Now, your grossmutter must never know you've heard this story. Neither of us has told any other member of this family that we were on opposite sides of the Cold War. And she tried to kill me, much less how she did it. She would be mortified, most likely, if any of you found out, and I don't want her hurt. We protect each other, Trudy and I. It was bad enough, the teasing we took at company parties. No, I'm not telling you more. It's none of your damn business. You know way too much about my sex life as it is. 
Look, you don't want to piss her off. Especially when you're tinkering with her out in the garage on those old Mercedes Roadsters. She can be just as devious as she used to be, and she wears steel-toed boots now. Production for this episode and the role of Old Iron Balls were done by me, Jack Alexander. The role of Karen Hoffmeister was played by the very talented Paige. Again, please do check out her website, pagehighmark.com. And I've said this on a previous episode, but I personally love her Instagram, at ediblefreaks. It's chock full of artistically beautiful and horrific and monstrous and disgusting cakes. If there are any specific themes you would like to find or avoid, each story is tagged in the episode description. Or, if you're like me and you prefer to be surprised, you can disregard those descriptions entirely. If there's a story you would like featured on Exotic Erotic Storytime, you can send an email to jack at exoticeroticstorytime.com. Last, and most importantly, thank you for listening.